to On Second Thought, the podcast that revisits films to see if they've stood the test of time. My name's Cameron. I'm Ken. And I'm Andrew. And today we are talking about Mrs. Doubtfire. Euphanagia Doubtfire. <laughs> What's her name? What's <laughs> her what first name? <laughs> yeah, you, you don't really get it. Euphanagia. Euphanagia. My whole life I've been, I've been wondering that. Your prayers have been answered. The movie starts out, he gets fired. He throws a birthday party and his wife's like, I'm divorcing you. <laughs> I'm divorcing you for being an awesome dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too great a party. I'm too jealous of you You being cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, no reason to throw in the towel because he threw a great party for his kid. Like, that's insane. The whole movie is basically um, going like, okay, look, if you could see your kids if you just get your act together fly right and just get a real job and you know just live a normal life and you're like and he's like oh i don't know if i could do this i don't know i I think that the only way i I could solve my problem is not to listen to this sensible uh advice but just to dress up as a woman yeah like that's the first thing that comes to mind it's a celebration of backwards logic is what it is yeah it's like yeah okay you know um (laughs) <laughs> it's like talking to somebody being like you know what i'm thinking dress up like a woman no fly right <laughs> get your act together get a job man I, I i mean in what instance would you feel it's appropriate i mean uh, we both we all not we all three of us agree that all three of us agree that uh perhaps maybe dressing up as mrs Doubtfire. Uh, to see your children is probably the most unorthodox way of um, getting custody of your kids back. But um, what would be the most appropriate time to dress up as a Mrs. Doubtfire-style character? And you, know, I mean, you don't necessarily have to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire. You can dress no, up I as have any to. kind of <laughs> Yeah, it's specifically Mrs. Doubtfire. You're, you're contractually obligated to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire. I just think we should be asking when should you not dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> but uh, I I feel like um, I would uh, I would dress up uh, as Mrs. Doubtfire to see if you know if if uh, there was a girl I liked, but I wanted to know whether or not she had a boyfriend. Um, I dress quite up elaborate. A, yeah, yeah. As it, I would dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire to to ask her questions that I wouldn't be able to ask her if I was just myself. I feel like that would be the most effective use of the costume. <laughs> You'd have to change your name to Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> oh, a real man. giveaway, too, because there's already been a movie called Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> where a guy dressed up a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to use that name. Yeah. Nope, there's been no movie. No movie at all. Now I must leave for a completely unrelated issue. I think, uh, I think enough time has passed where the the generation below us they wouldn't know what what we're talking about and ken is trying to date the generation below us <laughs> <laughs> did anybody like this movie i liked it a lot yeah i really enjoyed it you did oh man it had all the high it had all the hijinks that i expected in a movie like that the movie wrote itself i was thinking that i was thinking it feels like a movie that a computer compiled every movie that it had been made before it and spit out a movie <laughs> of all of that yeah how far into this process 
uh, did they decide they were going to use "Dude Looks Like a Lady"? Like, was the film oh, was the film based they, think, on the, the song? Yes. Like, they heard the song and then <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire is based on that song, yeah. for sure. Steven Tyler yeah. wrote Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> on second thought, how was the move, Andrew? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, still got some boxes, but you know, it's nothing fancy, but it's nice, uh, nice digs. I like it. It's big. Right by Starbucks, so that's crazy because I was living not even close to anything for two years. You lived on an island where there was no Starbucks at all, actually. It was hardly even a coffee shop. Then you you, you get a uh, cornucopia full of water and you you pour it into your conch brewer. (laughs) That's how you brew your coffee, through a conch. Conch. It's called conch. Is it a conch? A conch or conch. I thought it was a koosh. <laughs> They're talking about they say gonch. Gonch. <laughs> gonch. Yeah, that that uh, gonch is a serious uh, is a serious medical illness. But yeah, so how how does it feel to to be off the island, Andrew? Yeah, man, it's like the other day it was like nine o'clock and I didn't have any food and I could just go get some. <laughs> oh, crazy. you didn't have to be like on your island where you had to go check your traps. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Man, Ken, since you've got this new job, you're so you're basically the weatherman. <laughs> you've become very hip to weather trends and farmers' almanacs. And yeah, stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, he was telling me how it was going to be the hottest summer in like ten years, and he was totally dead on. Maybe you've just become a prophet. Yeah, that's right. I've become I've become an oracle. Would you be the amazing Ken or something of that ilk? Oh, I'd be Gonch, right? That would be. <laughs> Or gitch, depending on the dialect. <laughs> In the time that passed between our last episode and now, both Andrew and I moved. Not to the same place. Oh, would it be amazing if you did? I imagine a house that you guys lived in to be a place that would have a fire pole um, from room to room. <laughs> Only a prophet could foresee that. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I use my powers for good. I have a new uh, recording studio in in the new apartment. I moved from one closet into a better closet. Nice, a roomier closet. Cameron, have you ever recorded this podcast not in a closet? There were two times when I didn't record this podcast. And and it's because you were on vacation, right? Yes. No, the time that I was on vacation, I recorded it into a, a large wardrobe. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're just like clothes. Just like... I consider myself the C.S. Lewis of a podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Have, have, have either of you ever gone to a psychic before? The psychic? Or had your, your cards read or Never. anything? Never. I've had it my palm read before. Oh yeah, like by a by a professional, quote unquote. <laughs> no, I haven't. That sounds. I I don't know if I can afford that kind of money. What about you, Andrew? Um, I never went to a professional, but uh, I come from a new, very new age family. I don't know if you guys. I don't think you guys have ever met my parents, but uh, they're the best. But they're very very into new agey type things, and like I I spent my childhood as a kid answering to a a crystal what <laughs> what like um on what? A, my, my parents would dangle a crystal on a chain 
and shake it around and if it spun a certain direction it would mean i could have that cereal or <laughs> go to that movie <laughs> and if it shook the other direction then that was a big no and i don't uh, know if years, you're kidding or not i really I'm don't not, I'm so if you're kidding. <laughs> yeah so yeah a lot of my childhood was I was realizing, I realized later that it was just a brilliant way to, you know, pass off the responsibility of having to deny your kid candy and stuff. Because you just kind of like, ah, Crystal said no, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's uh, basically their version of go ask your mother. <laughs> go ask the Crystal. Yeah, yeah go ask it's the Crystal. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. I mean, I certainly have had all kinds of that kind of thing. All, oh, all yeah, you know, the usual. <laughs> talking to a fucking Crystal. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but Andrew was raised by a crystal. <laughs> Andrew was Definitely. raised by uh, the, the cast of Labyrinth. <laughs> crystal sure was proud when I walked across that graduation stage. <laughs> yeah, it shook in a clockwise direction that night. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my God! I don't. That's, in, yeah, that's in, only just in the t in the ten years or more that I've known you, Andrew. We have never talked about you conferring <laughs> well, with a fucking Crystal. What the hell? <laughs> I think he has pretty good. Well, I think Crystal told him not. <laughs> <laughs> crystal told. Yeah. First rule of Crystal is not to talk about Crystal. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I mean that's. There's so many things. Like I love my parents are, they're the best. But they, some of these uh, new agey things, I don't did know. You add, did you ask? Okay, that, you answered to the crystal, but did they too? I mean, we well? didn't actually talk to the. <laughs> but my parents would ask. Like it, I, I specifically have the memory of the you know delicious sugary cereals, which I never could have. Um, yeah, and it would just be they would take out the crystal. It was on a little. It had its own box. It was on a chain. It was like, I don't know, a pea-sized crystal. And it would just a pea-sized crystal? This thing is so yeah, 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 small. Tiny. <laughs> I was expecting like a giant shard. A stalactite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're expecting an altar of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An altar. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, please step in the altar. <laughs> <laughs> it's become a recording studio since. But uh, yeah, and then they would just shake it, and if it went clockwise, that was a yes, and if it went back and forth, that was a no. Wow. See what's it's what's what's funny in in this situation is my family was the complete opposite. Uh, I, th this is a true story. My mom wouldn't let us have any Fido Dido <laughs> paraphernalia because she because she said it was New Age. <laughs> she 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 she. <laughs> Um, yoga, yoga is also off limits. Um, yoga is kind of new age, but like Fido Dido, if that was the case, I should have had Fido Dido e paraphernalia everywhere, <laughs> which I had none. You yourself would have been named the prof prophetic Fido Dido. <laughs> I mean, my Dido. brother Dido. <laughs> we styled our seven hairs. <laughs> I loved Fido Dido. Oh, yeah. I, I drew Fido Dido was the greatest. But yeah, like, I don't understand. I still don't understand why it was off limits. Maybe she just didn't like 7-Up. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
I, th- I think we should just devote this entire episode to the crystal. Yeah. Out, of res- out of respect. Out of respect for the crystal. <laughs> I want to call something in my life uh, the Fortress of Solitude one day. I just haven't figured out what. It's, it's the bathroom. <laughs> Actually, there's a, there's a work bathroom um, that, I, that, I, that I call the Fortress of Solitude because no one... Is it at it's work a- or is it a work slash bathroom? <laughs> Step into my office. Flush. Vancouver real estate's really gotten out of hand since I left. We call it a flex room. Uh, it's all the rage. All the rage in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I... Barnacles, uh, bathroom, work, work, hey, live. guys, spaces. come on. Barnacles, come on. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> that is a... That is a uh, you, you know that that is a uh, touchy subject with me. Because <laughs> I respect and understand how delicious they are. You're just boiling pots of barnacles in your apartment all the time there's always a pot of barnacles oh, on God, i should have told you that i enjoyed those barnacles <laughs> so gross. you know cameron and i both moved since we last recorded but you you had a big new york trip i uh i did did you go to that that immersive theater event i uh yep yeah, i sleep, no, sleep more. no more have you heard about it andrew yeah i really want to go to that it was crazy man you wear a mask you know, you you just you choose whether or not to follow people, uh, and follow the story, or go on and go off on your own to explore. And uh, I chose I chose not to follow them. I chose to just you just stayed in the lobby. I stayed in the lobby because I was yeah. too afraid. <laughs> the first thing they do is that they trick somebody. They, there's an elevator. You get into an elevator, and then there's this guy who is like clearly playing a character. Is like welcome to sleep no more, and then so go, goes through the rules. There will be no talking during the show. There will be no uh, taking off of the mask, etc. There will be no crystal. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Make sure to check us out on our website on secondthoughtpodcast.com or on iTunes where you can write a review or rate the show. Mm-hmm.